This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back to the Pages Dynasty podcast. Uh, this is uh, 2004, week four, take two. Is that right? Yes. Because we tried to do it last week. Uh, we're just going to have a talk with Miguel from Pat's Cap. Uh, and then jump, jump into the game, and that just did not happen. Because uh, he talks a lot. So, uh, speaking of which, uh, during that episode, we said that we would... Um, Donate a dollar for every person who listened to that episode between then and now. And we had 88 listens. So if you listened, you uh, are helping out the cause. And so we're actually going to just round it up to an even 100 bucks because we're nice guys. Um, so we'll be donating 100 bucks to Pat's Cap's uh, Habitat for Humanity page. So look for that. You can write um, it off on your taxes. Oh, I could, couldn't I? Yeah. Well, I meant the listeners. <laughs> oh yeah, they probably could too. Actually, uh-huh. that whole dollar, just write that yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. If the IRS comes, come and just send them our way. I'm sure we'll yep. take care of it for you. So we get a bunch of listens from the IRS too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from the IRS, uh, we we are not tax professionals, so don't listen to us. So there you go. Cover those bases. Uh, also, big news: um, the new website launched this week too. So PatsDynasty.com is the new one. Go check it out. Um, it's just like the old one, except newer and cooler. So, Does patspods.com still work? Because that's what I tell everybody. It does. And I'm going to, now that the new one's launched, I'm going to, that will point to the new website too. Because there's a podcast thing on that that's fancier. Which the, uh, give me the, the elevator pitch for the new website. The elevator Nobody pitch. Nobody actually wanted it. Uh, how, and he just did it anyways. <laughs> how dynamic is it? It's very dynamic. It's fully dynamic. It's fully it's fully mobile optimized. Ooh. Um, and if you want to learn anything about uh, stats and eventually storylines from the Patriots dynasty era, the Bill Belichick and Tom Brady era of the the this dynasty, the one that we're doing a podcast on, uh, that's where you'll get your information. That's where we get a lot of our information in terms of um, you know all the cool stats and stuff that we we come up with and all the the cool things like. Um, Here's a fun fact for you that well, I found while I was putting this together. Um, in the Brady-Belichick era, Patriots did not have a losing record against any team. Uh, and they actually were undefeated against more teams than they had a 500 record against. Can you name the mm-hmm. team that they went 500 against over the past 20 years? Denver. Redskins. No. They were 10-9 uh, and nine against Denver. So you, you were close. Redskins. Panthers. Not the definitely not the Redskins. <laughs> yes, it was the Panthers. That's right. Yep, Cam Newton, which kind of uh, when you look at it that way, and you look at Belichick's penchant for bringing in players who have played well against his team, makes sense that Cam Newton is here as the quarterback of the New England Patriots right now. I think. Are you you guys going to come to Carolina for the game this year? I would love to do that. I think we should. I think we should do a podcast from the parking lot of the. Uh, 
of the Panther Stadium. That's Dude, we're a gonna, terrible idea, Andy. It's we're going to burn birthday. Bank of America to the ground. Isn't okay? it your birthday, Greg? On the yeah. Greg's birthday, yeah. yeah. I'm going to piss on the ashes of Bank of America. So if you've ever wondered what Greg Brown sounds like blackout drunk, uh, listen to that podcast. Whenever Burn it down. <laughs> we, we'll have a we'll have a listener meetup. Yeah, we could do that. Tailgate. Yeah, I think we should. Slash birthday party for Greg. Yeah. And then just hope mom doesn't come. <laughs> just bring your flammables. <laughs> Anything explosive? Bring it. Yeah. We're burning it down. <laughs> I haven't been to a sporting event in two years. We're burning it down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. Well, speaking of uh, sporting events that we've been to, this 2004 Pats Bills game in Orchard Park, New York, is a game that uh, I was at with Mr. Mike Mello, a friend of the show. See, so you said this uh, when we first tried to do this game that yeah. it's snowing and you're in a plane, you thought you were going to die. Oh, it wasn't snowing. I was just in oh. a tiny plane that I thought we were going to die because of the, uh, the turbulence. Oh, come on. Man, I'm yeah. Andy. Yeah, oh, the, dude. the weather was fantastic. Oh, so the the weather is fantastic. You just were afraid of small planes. This one, especially, yes. It was terrifying, and you know and what? Then, I, I don't care what you say. And after that, Andy never left New England ever again. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> not not by plane. Except not for by other, plane. Not by little plane. I haven't been on a little plane like that since. So yeah, if, if I'm going like, down to uh, Carolina, it's gonna be a Either a big ass plane or fucking driving there. Next plane you get on, Greg, tell everybody I haven't been on a plane in two years. We're burning this down. <laughs> We're burning <laughs> down. <laughs> Hope you brought your flammables. Dude. <laughs> no, I will not wear a mask. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I will uh, die on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Greg didn't get to Carolina. <laughs> Uh, Imagine being like a stewardess these days. Uh, uh, we have a friend of the pod. Uh, shout out Danielle, who is a stewardess for Southwest. And she's got some stories. It's uh, it's a tough time right now to be. I can't imagine. Yeah. Like it already probably sucks dealing with people. Yeah. Yeah. And now yeah, everyone's just like cooped up, all pissed off. Yeah. Scared. I mean, yeah, you see it in miserable. every sporting event that's happening now that the yeah. fans just don't know how to behave themselves. Those poor, poor Bank of America Stadium employees. Hell <laughs> 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 hath no fury like Greg yeah. Brown unleashed. Although we're assuming you're going to get into the stadium, Greg. Mm. This is a valid point. I'll find a way in, Stevie. I mean, <laughs> you have seen the inside of, of the uh, Gillette Stadium drunk tank, so... If you believe it, you can achieve it. <laughs> I'm That's just excited to say. compare the actual Bank of America Stadium to the one that I've read about in that book. Mm. Oh, right. In the Cam Newton uh, erotic fiction that we, yes. we read. Uh, I was talking to mom. She said that's the only episode she hasn't listened to. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully. So that's, that's smart. good. Yeah. That's smart play, mom. Very smart. <laughs> All right. Let's talk some football. We haven't done that in a while. Uh, this is football or football? Football. We're not, we're not talking football. Rest in peace, England. Yeah, rest in peace there. Uh, apparently, it's not coming home. So Yet. Uh-huh. I feel, I, There's this, still time, baby. This okay. feels a whole lot like um, 
pre-2004 Red Sox fans. No, it feels like Bills fans. Mm. <laughs> Except the Patri- uh, uh, England has won uh, a major tournament. That's true. Just not in a very, very, very long time. So it's like the it's like the Leafs, the Maple Leafs. Okay, they probably have the most yeah. brutal record as far as like playoff losses. Yeah, yeah, they're. Uh, and I'm not sure if people are in tune with it because it's hockey. But like you look at some of the ways ways they've lost and the fan base they have, and it's just it's mind boggling. Oh yeah. It's, if we had a Cleveland Brown fan on here, they'd be pissed. But they won back in like the fifties. Yeah, they had the whole Jim Brown era and everything. Right, and they have like other teams in their city. Really, you know, that's true. That have won. Yeah, England doesn't win things. Come on, England! <laughs> yeah, and that's been your football. Moment. Great. Yeah, now we're a football podcast. <laughs> Both Bro. New England and Old England. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't cheeky. think you'd be getting that shit. Chime it out this one. Uh, uh, speaking of winning, though, uh, this Pages team coming into this game had won how many in a row, Steve? I don't know. 17. 17. Nice. Glad you're prepared. Um, and so they're going for their record-tying 18th win in a row, tied with uh, a whole bunch of teams, but only some that actually are legit. It was the uh, 33, 34 Bears and also the 41, 42 Bears, which if it's doesn't pre-Super count. Bowl era, doesn't fucking count. Dude, if it's pre-World War II era, I think we should maybe call that one just a yeah, different yeah. league. That, that's that's not really game. football that we know yeah. and love. Exactly. Um, and then there was the 72 Miami Dolphins into the 73 season, which obviously they went undefeated 16-0 in uh, 72. Only team to do so. And then won a couple of games, but they still only won 18 in a row, even after going undefeated an entire season. So that's a little shocking. And the 89-99 49ers, of course, with their, their whole um, dynasty then. 97-98 Denver Broncos. That was with um who was a running back back then? The, Terrell uh, Davis. Was that Terrell Davis? Yeah. That uh, Ricky Williams based his contract negotiations off of. And then the 76-77 Oakland Raiders, surprisingly, had 17 in a row. So the Patriots would pass them and move into a, a big old tie for first place if they were able to win this game. With a big old asterisk of these are regular season wins, right? No. No, this is this is overall. Well, how and, can someone have 17 and, wins? Well, the commentators, how can you have 17 in a row? Just kidding. <laughs> there you go. Well, you could. No, I think I think there was... Like, because uh, they talked about this, the, the commentators, how this wasn't considered a legit record by the right. NFL, it wasn't regarded as official by the NFL because it included the playoffs. And there were teams with longer regular season streaks that had lost in the playoffs. Like, I think, um, I think the Colts around this time were doing something similar where they were winning a whole bunch of um, regular season games in a row, but then losing to the Patriots in the playoffs. So if you only uh, count regular season games. I okay. looked this up. The regular season one is the 0809 Colts. Right. The yeah. 06 through 08 Patriots are second with 21. Okay. That was undefeated Pats. Mm-hmm. This team is third with 18. And the 14 15 Panthers are also third wow. with 18. 
That's the year they went 15 and one, right? Yeah. They must have won the last few games at the end of that. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. And the, the list for combined has changed since this date too. So the 2010, 2011 Packers had 19 straight, which they're actually the, the second on the list. Yeah. Because the Patriots are spoiler alert first, right? With correct 21. 21. Yeah. And that's just games in a row, including playoffs. Yeah. But, so the one year that Rodgers won it. Yeah. One and only year <laughs> that Rodgers didn't blow it. Right. They still they still couldn't win as many games in a row as Tom Brady. So mm-hmm. that feels about right. Second to Tom Brady again. But I, I so still I got, I got a question though. So I also saw the the playoffs record, most consecutive wins in the playoffs. Mm. I think that is an official NFL record. Okay. So this team obviously has that. Mm-hmm. So all one through all five, they have ten straight wins in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, I was gonna say because Brady won like ten straight to start his career. Yeah. Right. You got the seventies Steelers on there, the nine or the Late 80s, 90s, 49ers, mm. 90s Cowboys, late yep. 90s Broncos. All right. Which of those three records do you think is the hardest to to break? Mm, I think it's combined games in a row. Yeah, for sure. Because it's just like, because it's a matchup-based league, being able to win 22 games in a row all the way through, I think that's just... Uh, uh, some of that, I think it just comes down to luck at some point, like just being able to reel off that many wins, especially now with the free agency and how tight everything's gotten and, and drafting and everything. And the fact that draft picks aren't paid as high. So you have that, like if you, if a, a bad team hits on a good draft pick, they can, uh, they can make a run pretty quickly and they can turn things around. I think that to me is probably the biggest one. I disagree. Okay. What's your choice now? Yeah. I think the playoffs one is the hardest. You basically have to win three Super Bowls in a row Mm -hmm. without losing a playoff game. That's fair. And look at the the teams on this list are all like era defining teams, you know, like the Niners, the Cowboys, the Broncos. Which you might not have again. Right. And, and, And even then, you're like, you. You expect those teams to make the playoffs every year. So mm-hmm. even you got to basically win it like three years in a row. Right. And then when you're in the playoffs, you're playing the best the teams best in teams, the league. Yeah. All and, the way through. And I think winning the Super Bowl in the NFL is much harder than winning consecutive regular season games. So you don't get any layups. I don't know. I think the, the, uh, the counterpoint is when you're on a huge win streak, yeah. The pressure ratchets up every single week, and everyone's coming for you. You know, like mm-hmm. there's so much. Well, until like, you win, we're a about Super to Bowl. see it on the rest of this, where there's so much going to be so much bullshit about it. Oh my god! Like the yeah, or even the '07 season where the Patriots go undefeated, mm, and then exactly. like, yep. can you finish this off? Which the yep. answer is obviously no. Spoiler alert! But once you win that Super Bowl, right, the pressure ratchets up till you win the Super Bowl, and then the next year, it's not really a huge deal until you get close to breaking a record maybe i mean i think but once you win that super bowl you have that target on your back too now right yeah i guess and a lot of teams 
you know, you also don't have as much uh, recovery time because you played a whole bunch of extra weeks. So teams that make it to the Super Bowl don't often do as well as they did the year before. And usually if you're winning the Super Bowl, you're kind of like a lot of teams sell out to do so because they know they're right on the cusp. And so you have a lot of turnover the next year for the most part. Not necessarily this year, obviously, with every single Buccaneer coming back. But generally speaking, there's a whole lot of people that like, I won my Super Bowl, let's go get a payday, you know? Okay, so then are you saying that the Colts from 2008 and 2009 are better than the Patriots? No. No, why would I ever say that, Craig? Because <laughs> that doesn't include – because that's that's just yeah, winning regular season games. Well, it doesn't matter about the, still allowed, the way we're talking about the no, way no, you're I'm just talking describing about, it. No, I'm talking about wins in a row mm-hmm. is the hardest. I disagree. I mean, I think you have a fair argument. Well, I think Not only do I disagree, but I think both of you – are complete idiots. <laughs> there it is. And I might walk out of this podcast right now. It's fine. I didn't realize this was a. Uh, Can you uh, insert the door slamming noise in this <laughs> scene? Uh, how about how about this? <laughs> Actually, this is probably more appropriate. Okay, Greg yeah, walked out and he's back. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, Greg. Yeah, they just apologized. Apology <laughs> yeah. accepted. Andy cut that because he cuts <laughs> everything from this podcast. That's right. Yeah, I, I do a lot of editing to this. To make it listenable, you should hear all the shit that that gets left on the cutting room floor. Uh, yes. So okay. Um, so this is the unofficial uh, win streak according to the NFL. But Patriots coming in at two and zero against the Bills team that are zero and two. And we'll just get out in front of it because I think everybody knows at this point the Patriots do win this game to move to eighteen victories in a row. And uh, on the NFL primetime uh, video, this was like the game of the week because, you know, it was a good game and the Patriots set this record. The prime cut. Yeah, that's what they called it, right? The prime cut of the week. Um, and they showed a stat where the Patriots have 18 wins in a row. Buffalo Bills have 17 wins since the beginning of 2001. Let's not, this, if this, the Bills are at least decent at this point. This is the 31 nothing revenge game. No, they already had that revenge game at the, at the end of the season, remember? Right, right but this is the oh, next season Buffalo. after the 31 31s. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's so the last time the Patriots here, they got their ass whipped 31 zip. Yeah, but I, I still think the Bills hadn't, they've been pretty up and down. Yeah. Because in true Bills fashion, they started off hot, got the hopes up of everyone in, in the Buffalo area, and then faded down the stretch. That is classic Bills. Right, exactly. Um, as we all know and love. Kind of similar to. Um, Listening to Lions fans in there. <laughs> the I don't know. The Lions don't even get hot to start. No, but th- but they always have that like they're they're ready to go at the beginning of the year and yeah. then you know the Lions early season is their draft. Yes, exactly. So uh, big news in this game: Corey Dillon on the first drive scores his first TD as a Patriot, right up the middle. Great little run, looking very. Uh, solid as a, as a running back, which is nice to see because we haven't seen that since we started this podcast, really. Yeah, it took him with some flashes from Antoine, but nothing at this level. But uh, he would fumble later on in the game because the page is driving for uh, a touchdown like inside the five yard line. He yes. fumbles and the Bills recover. Almost did it again towards the end of the game but uh, it was ruled not a fumble. 
So, but this this game was actually uh, a wild one, even for like Bills Patriots standards. I thought. Let's give the final score and a watchability rating. Oh yeah, we haven't done that in a while. Uh, it's thirty-one seventeen Patriots at the end. Uh, it felt a lot closer than that up until right at the end, which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, in terms of regular season watchability game, out of six, I would say a good four and a half for me, Lombardi's. Yeah, four, four and a half. It was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. A little sloppy, especially at the beginning. Yeah, but oh, yeah. A ton of big plays, turnovers. There's just a lot yeah. of exciting plays going on. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, substitute referees because there was a referee got injured. I don't remember what he did, but he like, I'm sure I wrote it down somewhere. I do remember the Bills fans. That, oh, he had to make this more watchable. Yeah, he had a torn yeah, leg yeah. muscle. And they were like, they put him on the Bills bench, were like icing up his knees, seeing if he'd come back, and he couldn't. So they like had the uh, the linesman come in to be the the head referee, and like they had to switch his hat to the white one and everything. And it was like, they were, the commentators were all up about it. Jim Nance and Phil Sims, of course they were. And they're in like the hurry up. So the Bills. Yeah, so the bill, yeah, and, and the refs had to stop the the no huddle because the head ref comes up limping like early on in the game, and there was like a ton of uh, penalties, a ton of like uh, close plays that got reviewed, and this fucking backup referee was completely overwhelmed, way overwhelmed, and doing his best but just like struggling. I'm like, yeah, twenty one penalties total, <laughs> yeah, a lot of penalties, yeah, um, and like everyone was getting injured. Um, Patriots, yeah, very Bills, watchable. referees, just like nobody was safe in this game. Well, there's some <laughs> tons vintage... of penalties, tons of reviews, tons yeah. of injuries. No, I but like five in a bars. fun way, though. Yeah, it was exciting. I gotta admit the the replacement referee season was awesome. Yeah, and it was kind of like a just a little sprinkle of that into this game. You know, it was nice. But there was like uh, there was all sorts of just like weird shit that happened. Um, the Patriots forced the the Bills to punt at some point. Uh, I have it here somewhere. Don't matter. I can't find it. Yeah, but so the, the Patriots forced the Bills to punt. They go to punt it, and the punter drops the football and picks it up like almost as he's about to get blocked anyway, and then just picks up and takes off running, gets like 30 yards. 34. As before getting tackled. Yeah. This is the highlight of the Bills fans' lives in this game right, right. now. He looked so pretty good. Out. His yeah. longest carry, he fucking scampers. Yeah, and he's, he's running. Scurry. He's like pointing out blockers too, yes, of like who to yeah. block. Yeah, and then he immediately gets run down from behind. <laughs> it was a nice dude. Nice if he could have turned that corner, right, he'd still be running. Yeah, there was a, a Buffalo scored a kick return touchdown too, like right after the Patriots. That scored. was a nice, nice move. A little shimmy in the hole. Yeah, the yeah the hole. Yeah, he fucking faked him out and then outran Adam Vinatieri, which you know. Herschel Walker can't do. Mm. So impressive. Um, Blood so throwing interceptions as he normally does, but then like fucking connecting deep to to molds on this like beautifully thrown touchdown pass. And it was then, vintage Blood so. It was, yeah. 18 completions, like 275 yards. Mm-hmm. One pick, one touchdown, six sacks. Oh, yeah. And, and they were actually talking about the Bills are having trouble with sacks because he only threw like four or six actual incompletions. Because <laughs> if you throw those six sacks in his incompletions or in his in his attempts, you know. Yeah, but no. Uh, the week before he was sacked seven times, and he's like leading the league in in being sacked. I think 
like by a decent margin over oh yeah since 2002 they, they showed a stat since 2002 uh the, this this is a hell of a graph most times sacks in 2002 drew bledsoe in first place with 111 sacks in just over two seasons david carr in second with 101 feels right and then dante culpepper 93 aaron brooks 77 and donovan McNabb of all people was 77 so you've got some mobile quarterbacks in there, and then also Drew Bledsoe and David Carr, who are just sack machines. So good for them. Um, what else? There was a we get the punt back. No, they get a punt. They stop us on third down. Yep. Then they throw a dumb pick. Then we hit a big bomb to David Patton, and then there's that Corey Dillon fumble, all in four yeah. plays. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like this, it's just back and forth the entire time. There was one uh, page uh, ended up in a first and 35 due to like penalties and stuff converted it and ended up scoring a touchdown, I think, uh, which is ridiculous. Then there was a bunch of what I'm going to call bills being bills. Oh yeah. You ready for this? I'm going to read these off. First play of the game. Late hit London Fletcher. Yes. They, they get the Patriots into a first and 35. Yes. 44 yard completion of David Gibbons. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, they get an interception in the, in the end zone and there's a flag. Yep. And I'm like, that's got to be on the Bills. No, it's on the Patriots. Challenge overturns the interception. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so um, They get a two-minute drive, just do a million penalties. <laughs> then they get the ball back to start the second half. And I have only the Bills can turn a first down from the 35 into a third and 21 from their own 40. <laughs> It's true. That's so Bledsoe-esque. Uh, Patriots are, are attempting a field goal. Bills offsides. Give the Patriots yeah. a first down. And the Patriots score a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> Brady's 75th TD. Yeah. Oh, you also missed one where um, on the Patriots' third down, like in their own uh, half, uh, it's a catch by, I think, uh, David Patton. Where and then uh, it's like a bang bang play where he fumbles it. Buffalo recovers a fumble, returns it. Uh, one of the linebackers returns it like all the way to the five yard line, gets caught, and somebody punches him from behind. Ball goes out the back of the end zone. Pages ball again, and so um, the Bills challenge whether he was down before the ball came out, and actually the play was ruled incomplete after all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bethel Johnson. It was Bethel Johnson, in. was it? Okay. Yeah, he got jacked up in that play. I think he's hurt. Yeah, I don't think he came back from that, yeah. And they dropped fun. Watson was on IR, which I didn't know. Yeah, and Dion Branch was also out with an injury, so it was not a lot of uh, offensive weapons. There was no, it didn't seem to be any Troy Brown really either because they had Tyrone Poole returning punts. Yeah. So. They, uh, you, you could get that feeling as a fan when shit's just not going your way in games. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, we're not winning this game. Right. If the Patriots weren't playing the bills, we would have lost this game. Yeah. Cause and I felt that a lot of times against the bills too. There was one, uh, I think Danny Amendola's first season and, uh, he was hurt the whole game. And like Brady is the only person he was going to the entire game. And they somehow like managed to claw their way back and win that one. Yeah, there's definitely been a lot of those. I don't get as much with the Patriots, probably because they know how to execute, but you do get it. Like, I've seen it with 
you know, the Celtics or the the Bruins where you're just like, or the Bruins losing against the Islanders is a great example of like mm. every, every single mistake they just get punished for. Yep. And then like every bounce is not going your way. And you're like, this, I've seen this play before and I know how this thing ends. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. You just know that, and it, that no matter what happens. to watch. Yeah. It's brutal to play in too. Cause even when you're playing in those games, it's like the bounces aren't going your ways. You start forcing it more and yep. then you get like penalties and it's like, you just, yeah. there is something it, to that. Like, all right, one play at a time. I know it's a cliche, but it definitely has an impact. Oh yeah. 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 I agree. We'll save the best bills being bills for the end. You want to talk about the commentators, Andy? I know you got that on your, uh, I didn't really have a lot of notes on the commentators themselves. What, what, what is, I've learned that, Jim Nance and Phil Sims, I can just tune them out. Like that's just I think that's become a defense mechanism for me because they've done so many Patriots games, especially Phil Sims, that I'm just like it's like the uh the teacher in Charlie Brown, just like wah, 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 in the background. See, so. I despite there was a lot of penetration talk, which you know, <laughs> is what it is. I mean, yeah. I know they had some good nuggets in there. They were talking about the 49ers dynasty being able to get the most out of veterans coming okay. to the team and trying to win a ring. Mm. A little foreshadowing there. Right, yeah. And then I forget which one said it, but they were talking about Michael Mike Rabes, and they said he's a classroom coach. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, Real foreshadowing. Yeah, they, they uh, that's come up a few times in the past where they're like, oh, Mike Vrabel, he's a... Uh, it's like a coach on the field and all this stuff. He, he, he might want to get into coaching once he's finished uh, once he's finished playing football. Speaking of veterans, what are, you, what are you guys just general thoughts on Corey Dillon on and off the field? Um, I don't know much about him off the field. I know that like when he came to the Patriots, he had a lot of he was known to have a lot of baggage and there was talk about like we, I, we tried to look it up. I couldn't find him. They'll talk about him, um, like his offensive line saying they wouldn't block for him for some reason, like towards the end of his tenure yeah. in Cincinnati. Um, he seems just like a get shit done kind of guy on the field, though. And he is just, he moves much more fluidly than I think he should as a big man, similar to like a, a Rob Gronkowski. Like he's just too big to move as fast and, and to change direction as quickly as he does. I think Greg doesn't give a shit what we think, and he's just asking that question because he has his own answer. He's going to give. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I well, I remember like my perception being like he's. Oh, I thought you'd be like, oh, Corey Dillon arrested for this and that. Yeah, yeah, well, no, that's what shit. I'm getting to. It's like I was like, remember thinking of him like, oh, he's just a misunderstood like Randy yeah. Moss type where right, 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 nothing that bad. He's just like wants to win. So I looked up like. See? controversy do for it. Corey Dillon and yeah. dude it's some dark shit in there really <laughs> yeah so was like, he perhaps a uh, sometimes a naughty boy y'all and <laughs> naughty's an understatement oh all right let's hear it yeah I didn't realize this saw this coming from a fucking mile away <laughs> he did call this <laughs> I mean he was convicted twice for assaulting women apparently he hit his wife with his car oh and God. when the cops showed up she had like blood in his mouth or in her mouth Oh, uh, that was 2000 too. So that was before the oh, bad yeah. trade for him. Yeah, yeah. 2010, 
Uh, he was arrested for assaulting his wife in an argument at their South California home. Oh, boy. Uh, DUI, whatever, drug stuff, whatever. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe you're skipping over those, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> well, beating your, well, hitting your car, your wife with your car seems like a, a bit of a. Yeah. A yeah but what if he was drunk when he did it, though? Does that change things? Is that just a DUI or is that. Or well, did he assault? need to? I don't it know. It could be PTSD, too. You mean. Uh, PTSD, CTE. Oatmeal brain? Yeah. Jesus. CTI? CTE? CTE. CTE. There you go. PTSD from CTE. You can, do you know what CTE stands for, Steve? Nope. Andy? Concussion. Uh, I did, but there's it's, one it's like super, super long word in there. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't tell let's you what that was. Let's put our guesses on record here. I think it's chronic traumatic. Uh-huh. Encephalitis? Encephalophopity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. I'm not even going to Google it, dude. Yeah. Nailed it. You Nailed it. You right. and, and, encepha, <laughs> Encephalophagus? Encephalophagus? Chronic traumatic I think it's excuse. chronic. <laughs> oh, boy. But didn't, didn't you have that perception, too, of, like, the Randy Moss? Yeah, like, I, yes. I felt they were kind of, like, similarly yeah. misunderstood people. Yeah, I didn't, didn't remember, like, like, serious offenses off the field. No. Like, I, re- I think a lot of but, that came, well, you said 2010. That's four years after you retired. Yeah. Well, also 2000, though, right? Which is still earlier. That's, like, pre-media hype, social media. If that happened nowadays, it's on yeah. a 24-hour news cycle. It's well, I'm just looking at Richard Sherman right now going through it. Yep. Mm. So. Yeah. I think it's probably a similar yeah. situation. Yeah, it feel yeah, it kind of has that feeling too, doesn't it? But I'm not going to comment on things that aren't out there yet. So I'll wait and see what happens. Dude, that's our job. We're journalists. <laughs> Are we? Is that what we're calling uh, ourselves we're now? We're analysts. Analysts. <laughs> we analyze. I didn't realize this was a a tryout for a we, Yeah, we told we told Miguel we're journalists. He laughed at his <laughs> fucking faces. Yeah, he did. We told Jeff Howe the same thing, and he laughed at us too. And he was polite about it, but yeah, yeah I get it. It was a nervous laugh though, because he knew we were coming for that head. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Comfort. As soon as we started asking about how to get uh, press passes to Belichick's conferences, he got a little worried. He's gonna yep. see those hundred dollars we donated and be like, "Oh shit!" Yep. Yeah, coming for you, Jeff. Ballers, big ballers, spending all this money from the uh, the pay the 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 fat stacks of Patriots Dynasty that we have in our bank account, which for some reason looks very similar to my personal bank account, strangely. But we'll have to forget Daddy that. Daddy Fat Stacks. Daddy Fat Stacks. Is only. B-I-G-B-O-I. <laughs> uh, give me them ducats. Uh, speaking of bodies, though, um, there was definitely a moment in this game where the uh, stadium was playing the the aforementioned song by Drowning Pool. Really? Yeah. So there's definitely some drowning pool in the background. It's such a good song. So that's confirmed, not disturbed. Let the body sit the floor. We had this discussion. That is drowning pool. Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Speaking of one-hit wonders. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I used to listen to that to go to sleep. Yeah, me too. 
Really? I thought I was the only one. Oh, no. I, well, it was that until Slipknot came out, I think. And then it was whichever one came out first. I don't remember. But I used to listen to a Slipknot album. To fall I started listening to that song and being like, what am I doing? <laughs> Dude, How is I, supposed to help me sleep? <laughs> I used, there used to be a CD we had kicking around the house where it was like a mix of rock songs. It had okay. like Slipknot and a bunch of stuff on there. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't listen to the Rob Zombie one before bed because it used to give me nightmares. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I used to think that about Slipknot when I first started listening to him. I'm like this is, this is a little much for me. And then the next year he's wearing spiky backpacks and weird snowboarding hats mm-hmm. to high school. Yeah, and starting a metal band called Liquid Fetus. So you know, life comes at you fast, boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So what else let's, happened in this game? Let's get to the 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 biggest bills being. Do we do? Is there anything else you want to get to in, until like? Because uh, when we mention this play, like people are gonna be like, "Oh, that's right, I remember this game now." I you didn't so? remember this. Play. I didn't remember I, it either. Oh, really? This, this is what I remember I this game for. I laughed out loud when I saw it. Yeah. All right, so let's let's go set over this play. So let's, we gotta really set the whole table here. So the score is twenty-one uh, seventeen Patriots fourth quarter. Uh, Patriots scored the they're go down, ahead down seven, right? Yeah, yeah, twenty-four seventeen. That's I know seven. math is hard. No, I said 17. So uh, the Patriots uh, on the play you mentioned where they were went to kick a field goal and the Bills were offsides and the Patriots uh, yes. scored a touchdown. So, so that was at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Ahead. Patriots yeah. go ahead by a touchdown. Um, and then Buffalo went three and out and punted. Patriots uh, three and out again and punted. And then Buffalo drove inside New England 20. Uh, and they have third and two right around the 20 yard line. And they hand it off Travis Henry, and he right has. Before that, they call timeout. They won't think about it. No, I'm no, I'm talking about the third down before this. So, third down, Travis Henry has a gaping hole. They, they run to the right side, gaping hole, trips over nothing, and falls over. So now it's fourth and one. That's, Could have picked up the first down. Probably may have actually been in line to score a touchdown. Untouched, falls over in the hole. He's Doesn't definitely getting the like first the 10 time. yard line at least. He's yeah. He might be still running to this day. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's um, running from those child support payments. Right, I was going to say he probably <laughs> technically is. Yeah. He is uh, on the run from somebody. That's <laughs> for sure. So, fourth, fourth and short. Bills call a timeout, talk it over. They're like, you Which know what? We, silly. we have is the there... perfect Patriot beater. We can convert this. We're going to beat the Patriots just like we did last year. Um, and so they get up to the line. Bledsoe drops back to hand it off. There's no running back there. Turns around the other way, and um, Teddy Bruski is there. Hits him so hard and also knocks the ball out of Bledsoe's hands straight to the ground. Uh, Richard Seymour picks it up and returns it almost 80 yards for the game-sealing touchdown with Rodney Harrison um, escorting Long him boy. the entire way. Yeah, Just... It's one of those plays that you just like, sometimes it'll happen. You're like, oh, that's it's a broken play, you know? Yeah. Turn the wrong way, running back went the wrong way. And like the but, guy, nobody decided to block Teddy. Yeah. Just but nobody, off of a timeout. Right in the middle. Yeah. Right nobody, everybody, every single person. If you, I watched the replay of this play over and over again. And it's, I, I couldn't tell what the play was supposed to be because half the it, offensive it, line pulled one way, the other half blocked, like half of it, like a couple guys pulled to the right. The rest of the offensive line blocked to the left. The running back went to the right and still didn't block Teddy Bruschi, who came in untouched. 
ESPN said it was, was a left. naked bootleg. Well, no they way. actually showed afterwards. They showed uh, Bledsoe on the ground, like looking around, and you could see, like you'd see him mouth the words. Uh, he went the wrong way. So it was definitely a broken play. There was no naked bootleg to this whatsoever. It's just the this is classic Bills. You called a timeout. Yeah, to you to get on the same out. page, and this is how you do it. If this happens in the first quarter, you're like, ah, you know, it's fine. No, but with the but game like on the line. Crunch time execution, that's always been the Bills bugaboo. Yep. C. It was so bad. Wide, comma, right. <laughs> Norwood, comma, Scott. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's oh, just, man. It was, I don't know, just, uh, what do you guys want to do? Okay. I got it. Mike Malarkey yeah. looking for his first W. <laughs> He goes, all right, uh, so you go the wrong way, running back. Half the line blocks one way, half blocks the other way. Let's open up Teddy. So when Drew turns around, he's right there in his goddamn face, and he's going to fumble it to Richard Seymour. All right, break. So good. C. Sheldon, whatever his name was, that took that punt, that kickoff out of the end zone and fumbled. Uh, Leonis to Kelvin. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just such a like, Bill's way to lose. I'm telling you, if anybody has any Bills fans in their fantasy football league, mm. make them listen to every single Bills episode because them reliving this is just going to You know what? That might actually be a good, like, uh, come in last place in fantasy football. That's what uh, I'm saying. Yeah. Like, punishment is to have non-Patriots fans listen to this, listen to the games. Dude, we should skip every game that the Bills win. Ooh. You know? <laughs> We're only going to miss, like, a couple. Uh, do you know how many that is? Because I, like I actually three. I know we've already this. done one. Uh, it's three with with Brady. It, overall, the Bills have won five games out of forty. Yeah. In fact, uh, if you sort the, you can do this on the new Patriots Dynasty website, pastdynasty.com. Um, but if you sort the Patriots uh, records versus opponents by win percentage. You have the Falcons and the Cowboys, Patriots undefeated, so 100% win percentage. They're 8-1 against the Jaguars, which is 889. They're 6-1 against the Rams and Raiders, which is an 857. But between the Jaguars and the Rams, so basically what would account to like a 7-1 record is the Patriots' record against the Bills, which is 35-5. and it feels So they have a 7-1 record against the Bills five times. And this is just Tom Brady, or what are we talking? No, about this, this is time? this is just overall. Tom Brady, I think, is uh, I have that too. Give me one second. And one of those Tom Brady losses against the Bills is a Week Seventeen game where he plays yeah. the first half and sits. Brady's thirty-two and three, the nine-fourteen win percentage. We can Does that count that one, one really played game, half? One is the yeah. thirty-one nothing game, and one is that West Welker getting two hundred yards and still losing game. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, those are the three. Right, you, you just know them off the top of your head, don't you? Yeah, and then the other two, um, one uh, when Brady Matt had to Castle. sit out his his oh yeah one against Matt Castle and one when Brady had to sit out the four games, and they they oh, didn't actually yeah, have a quarterback yeah. to start. Jacoby Brissett, yeah, like an injured Jacoby to Brissett, and they still almost won. They lost like sixteen nothing. They should have won I that was, game though. Yeah, I was at a Bills. They had a long touchdown NBC. call back at the beginning. And the Bills fans are so hype. And as I was leaving, I said, enjoy your Super Bowl. Enjoy your Super Bowl. Enjoy your Super Bowl. And I could see it in their eyes. They're like, fuck, he's right. Yeah. And then we won the Super Bowl that year. And you and were. I was like, yeah. yeah. That was their Super Bowl. 
Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I don't want to skip the Bills losses just because they're so out of the ordinary, you know? And they're and because of that, they're so memorable. I don't really remember that Wes Welker getting a ton of yards game, so I wouldn't. Yeah, I, well. That must be an electric game. I only remember it because. Because it was uh, at Orchard Park, I believe, too. Yeah, and it was, it was uh, really Ryan Fitzpatrick game. as a quarterback. Yeah. And he threw, I think he threw four touchdowns and four interceptions. So it's your typical Ryan Fitzpatrick. It was sort of similar to this game. This game was really back and forth, and then the Bills just absolutely choked it. Yeah, and that was the, the critical moment. You know, fourth down, you're inside the red zone. You were yeah. third and two, and then the guy stumbles, and then you call a timeout, and then you have the absolute joke worst, of a play. Worst play. Worst play. Man. Uh, I did feel – you look at the box score and the Patriots ran away with it, right? No, we beat them by two touchdowns. So like you're yep. just scrolling through that list on the Patriots signs. Like, yeah, of course right. you beat them 31-17, ho-hum. Yep. But no, this was like super exciting. It kind of came down to the wire except for that last 14-point swing, basically. And Bills could have won it if they hadn't fucked yep. that up and gone offsides on that field goal attempt. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? It's just those small little things that uh, – Classic build. So, so we've been doing this and we haven't seen a loss in 18 games. Do you remember what coach? Steve Spurrier. Damn it. <laughs> I can't believe you got that so quickly. <laughs> it was 371 days ago. It was the I last see. time the pages lost and it was to Steve Spurrier's Washington Redskins. Fucking ridiculous. Of all the teams, too. But again, that was a game, like we're talking about, that nothing went right, you know? They just... It's a good bookend. Yeah, exactly. So. It, oh, we got a dog alert. And how did she get out of her crate? <laughs> she opened the door to the room, too. Get her over here. Get her on the pod. Oh, my God. We got a dog that's smarter than Steve. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we got, some, on this got some questions for you. <laughs> If you had to sniff uh, any player's butt in the league, mm, whose butt would it be and why is it Tom Brady? If you had to hump one leg. (laughs) Tom Brady's leg. I mean, come on. Is it Tom Brady's left or right leg? Uh, She's on the the left side. (laughs) I like how you just knew that. Well, that's what the treats are. I keep my treats on the left side, so she's always on the right side. That's fair. So it's your fault. Yeah. All right, let's do best and worst here. All right, all right. Give me a best and worst, Steve. Uh, from my perspective, the best. There was a couple of milestones for Brady in this game. Mm-hmm. Early Brady milestones where we didn't know how good. One thousand completions. Okay. Corey Dillon had a sweet blitz pickup too. That was gonna be one of my best. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah he he caught Tom Brady's thousands uh, completion, Wait. and he blocked the defensive end. And got like lit up doing it. Yeah. Gets up, catches the dump off, which was like, wasn't even a great throw. Uh, Makes a a nice snag and then runs for 12 yards on the first down. Yep. Solid. And then 75 touchdown passes. Mm -hmm. Daniel Graham, and I have a note. That was an easy catch. I'm surprised he made it. (laughs) My note on Daniel Graham was if he learned how to catch, he'd have been uh, the original Rob Gronkowski. And then my worst is poor poor drew uh you know i love drew bledsoe and after that hilarious play yeah they trotted him back out there after they got the ball back and he was just getting 
blitzed. They were just bringing yeah. this Rodney Harrison over and over. Every single play. Yeah. Stop it and he was and they couldn't stop it. Yeah, he got sacked he twice on the first two plays after that. But it's that. Drew Bledsoe. He's just, he's just not going to quit. He's going to stay in there. He's going to throw deep balls. He's going to chuck it up. And he actually yep. moved him down the field a little bit, but he was just taking a beating. And you're like, oh, dude, man. it's like a, there's four seconds left. Like, what are you doing? He's going to die. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was rough. Um, all right, Greg, you got any best and worst? That was going to be my worst. They te- they they sacked him three times on that last drive. They did, yeah. So yeah. bad. And he just stood there and took it, and he couldn't. Yeah. Sack, nothing he sack, 17-yard completion. Incomplete. Yeah. Sack. Six yards, two yards, 10 yards, sack, mm-hmm. incomplete. 13 yards, incomplete in the end zone, which should have been a pick. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was and you're zero and three. Yep, and uh, the pretty people much in, season over there. Yeah, and the people in Buffalo were talking about how Drew just can't play anymore, and they wanted to get rid of him because that's how Buffalo works. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame them. They they, they, yeah. they barely scored any points in the first two games. This game happens. You're zero and three. You're punting on the year. You have an old quarterback. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. I'd yeah. be saying the same shit. Yeah, because how long did he last in Buffalo before he got traded to Dallas and had a bit of a. a Renaissance, Renaissance with yeah. Belichick, uh, Parcells, and uh, and Terry Glenn too, and kind of yeah, like, but like who do the Bills end up moving on to? It's like well, Rob Johnson. That's the question. It's JP Lossman. It is Doug Flutie. <laughs> JP Lossman. Wait, is Flutie before this? Yeah, remember we had the yeah, whole yes. Flutie Rob Johnson uh, conundrum, and they who went did the they guy. have? It's Lossman. He's it a, is J.P. Lossman? guy that they, they drafted, yeah. Wow. I think I had a J.P. Lossman rookie card back in the day. I don't think I kept it. <laughs> it's probably not worth anything. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. If I had to venture a guess. <laughs> it's not worth the paper it's printed on. Oh, man. All right. My best is Terrence McGee. Ooh. All right. Two passes defense. Uh, seven tackles. And four returns for buck 76, 44 yeah. yard average and a touchdown. Yeah. Dude had a really good game. He did. Yeah. He, he stepped up. And that Except kick for that one where he got absolutely burned by Patton on that touchdown right before the, the first half. Yeah. I don't know if that was well, so much yeah. as it was like. <laughs> so he kick returns it for a touchdown. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go. And yeah. then he just absolutely gives it up on the other end. Oops. Yeah. Steve, yeah, why the, can't you let him have nice things? The touchdown, well, the touchdown of Patton. Patton didn't have anyone literally within like twenty yeah. square yards of him. And like they replayed it, and they like isolated. Like, yep, that's yeah. his fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got caught up in the in the chaff. All right. <clears throat> Did you have a worse, Craig? Just the Tom Brady uh, stuff. Oh, the this, Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, my best was. Um, Learning that this is kind of like a, a sad best for the Bills, but those are the best ones. Um, Eric Molds of the uh, he has every single Bills offensive touchdown uh, this season. And do you, anybody want to guess how many that is? Wait, Three. so he had every Bills offensive touchdown. Every single Bills offensive touchdown so far this season through three oh, weeks. So far, I think. Yeah. And yes, um, he had one this game. Right? He did. Yeah. So I'm gonna guess one. Uh, three. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got it. They lost both games, thirteen to ten, to start the year. I think. Oh, really? Yeah. And he had all those touchdowns, so it was just him. 
carrying the league. Um, yeah, carrying 10, the 10 catches for a buck 26 and a touchdown. That's a good game. Yeah. 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 15 targets. He had an early where Bledsoe had an absolute bomb to Lee Evans. See, Bledsoe was throwing some classic Bledsoe yeah. balls in this game. As he does, but it takes him a while in the pocket to get there. And so if you can get to him, you're going to get your six sacks, and that's not going to work for them. Um, my worst was the Bills fans in this game. Um, I know it's tough in Buffalo, but they were dying to get a late hit penalty, and they were being super salty about it. Uh, lots of booing and jeering and, and whatnot. Just not a great look. Come on, Andy. No, not a great look. I'm just saying. Why? Why? I don't know. I saw criticizing dude. refs for them not calling penalties on your for your yeah. team in their favor. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You're the king of that. I know. Yeah. I saw a cut of a dude with a wind up camera and wearing a wig. Yeah. Just, just I like tough that. look. Tough look. Um, and then the one the hurt ref was a tough look. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't great. Um, and then booing the the guy that came in for him, who was completely in over his head. <laughs> he was struggling. That guy gets booed. Yeah. Uh, and then... Okay. Um, Speaking on that, I hate when people call like entire fan bases like scumbags or whatever oh, over yeah. like a couple hundred people booing a ref. It's like... Yeah. Every single fan base in the entire world does things like that. Yeah, and then people will be like, up. the city of Buffalo. <laughs> Very problematic. It's like, dude, you mean humans in general? Yeah. Or have a, have a like percent down the Groups of people are doing yes. stupid shit? Yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah. I feel like I've heard you talk shit on Eagles fans and Ravens fans. Yeah, and there's plenty of good Eagles fans. Yep. Would you go but, I don't know any. in Baltimore or Philly? Yeah, of course I would. I've never been to a game in Baltimore or Philly. You wouldn't go to one? I have no real desire to. Just from those fan bases' reputations. Because, yes, there's bad apples in every group, but there's more in those, from, in my opinion. Yeah, Philly, I think, has more of a reputation. Pittsburgh. Oh, Baltimore. I've been to Pittsburgh twice, yeah. thrice. Baltimore wouldn't bother me. I think that's a good rivalry. And I think the Baltimore fans are okay. Yes, get off the bed. Um, <laughs> but I th- <laughs> Get down. Guys. Down. Oh. Get down. That's poo. Poo right there in the bed. That's it. Now puke on the floor, guys. This is such good radio. Um, Steve, what's been the hardest part about owning a dog? Best and worst of owning a dog. Oh, best and worst of owning a dog. Um, best is, yeah, it's just awesome having a dog. Okay, pets. Is that yeah. where you're going? Yeah. Yeah, not, just, not, just a Companionship. Dog, not just of the dog you own, but all the other dogs you meet on the street. Too. Oh, that's fair. You get to pet a lot of, a lot of but dogs. I could do, I could pet other dogs on the street. It's, it's not, not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. No, Why not? You, you'd be a weirdo trying to be like, can I pet your dog? I'll pet your dog, I'll pet your dog, I'll pet your dog. Now Gus meets every single dog she sees because she just fucking loves everything. You think so? You think that's a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I pet a lot more dogs with Gus. Yeah, I guess because you stop and you stand there. Yeah. Right. Because the dogs have to meet each other. And yeah. Yeah. 
Isn't that kind of awkward though? Like, what do you talk with the dog owner? Oh the yeah, fucking dogs. I love it. I love meeting new people. But Lauren's not a buy. If you don't like meeting new people, you're not gonna like it. Yeah, I oh, hate meeting new people. Yeah, I would hate that. Oh, yeah. I love it. You're like, oh, what kind of breed is it? Oh, that she's beautiful. Uh. Oh yeah. That's well, my like line is you gotta get, get a couple right, lines. Andy? My line is, yeah, she's as cute as she is crazy. Oh, all right. Yeah, but they know that. backed up by Gus going buck fucking wild while she's meeting other dogs, you know? <laughs> Steve, I'm going to give you a little a little pro tip here. Oh, if, oh if from a man who doesn't own dogs. Right, okay. yeah. No, from no. The dude who's, who's, who just stepped in dog shit this past weekend. <laughs> a little right small us. talk pro tip. People oh, know yeah. when you got a line that you say all the time. Obviously. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like fine. when you hear old men say that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not going to hit the same, you know? You no know, shit. I don't need to hit the same. These fucking random strangers I'm meeting on the street. I'm not trying to fucking be best friends with them, Craig. All right. Of all course, right, you're getting enough. my beat. Fair too. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. At least we're done, Steve. <laughs> stand up for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> B material. Yeah, right. As crazy as she looks. Yeah, I love this. She is crazy. Yeah, any like work or like humor where you don't yeah. know the people that well yeah. is like almost inherently B material. Yeah, yep. I just like the fact that Steve thinks he's got A material too. That's the best oh, part. He does. I got A material. Sometimes, sometimes it's unintentional. Dude, I'm laying all my A material out on this podcast. Are you kidding me? Really? Mm. When? Yeah, everyone when I was down in North Carolina said, "Oh, I love the podcast because he shit on Greg all the time." <laughs> I mean, That's my A material, people. <laughs> no, they're just being polite because yeah, so they were. <laughs> they tell me that about you, Steve. Yeah, so. I don't care. <laughs> so uh, the best part is is petting other people's dogs. Well, no, just petting dogs. Part in of <laughs> my dog plus other people's dogs. Just yep, the amount okay. of dog petting. That's okay. fair. Okay. Yeah. Worst. Uh, it's just you have to plan your, you know, everything around the dog. Hmm. Here I thought it'd be poop related, but okay. we're, we're going we're going back in the office now, so we're like yeah, figuring out yeah. that, and we're going to Maine, and we got to figure that out. You know, you just always just complicates plans. You can't just get up and leave anymore. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Do you feel like you are kind of like a? I don't know if proxy is the right word, but like when the dog is acting inappropriately that you're getting judged for it? I don't get a lot because Gus is super easy. She's so chill. She just loves everything. She doesn't really have any behavior problems. Like jumping on people though? He told me she does that. Yeah. Well, yeah, at least she's pulling back. Biting people in in the face? Mm, in the she doesn't really do that. It's just me. <laughs> I mean, that's because you put your face in the way. Yeah, I'm putting my face right <laughs> here. No, yeah. Also, I, I forgot the that Steve's like impossible to shame. This is true. Yeah, yeah he yeah. just doesn't have like the social yeah. acuity to, to, <laughs> yeah. to feel well, I do. Again, I, sh- I feel like I should be ashamed right now, but I just, yeah. I'm just not. I just don't yeah. think. So here we go. You just never learn the shame piece. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. No, everybody loves my dog. <laughs> no, no, I don't, they, don't, they, they might not love my dog. I just don't care that they don't love my dog. <laughs> oh, love you, Steve. <laughs> so good. I agree. Roughhousing dogs is, is wicked fun. It's, it's wicked fun. Yeah, I do this enjoy dog that. dog loves a good roughhousing too. Yeah, just like pushing them around and being like, yeah, what's up? I'm the king here. Until <laughs> it bites you in the face and then yeah, no longer the king. <laughs> the game over when somebody cries. No blood, no hurt. Uh, that's how we used to play growing up. Mm-hmm. That's how we play with the dog too. Yep. 
The pooping, though. Jeez, man. Yeah, uh, that would not. That that would probably be my worst part. The pooping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this talk doesn't poop in now. If they so. could just come up with a breed, I, I was actually thinking of this the other day. <laughs> that just in, like doesn't poop. That just uses every fiber of the food source. Yeah. <laughs> or even a food source that you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I was thinking, like, what kind of like, like the human body is like a miracle, right? Mm-hmm. What are we pooping for? Why aren't we just using it? Like I don't know. There's. Everything poops, Greg. Haven't you read that book? I, yeah, I know everything poops, <laughs> but have you ever thought why everything poops? <laughs> because not everything that goes in you is is good. Like if I you're guess. eating a fucking entire box of Cheetos, like some of that stuff's okay. got to come so out. So what about peeing then? Like it's just water. I should be using the it's water. It's not just no? water. No, it's getting rid of all the shit that your liver is filtering out, right? Liver? Just like a car, you know, you, there's waste when you yeah. press on the gas. Shut up, Gus. We're talking. I don't know. I'm just saying, <laughs> if we could get a dog that didn't poop, <laughs> really be on to something. <laughs> get on that science. You know, yeah, I right? Write this down. <laughs> dog Skip. that doesn't poop. How do you patent something? <laughs> <laughs> or even a food that makes them not have to poop but keeps okay. them alive. Like that's... I, I, you, I mean, think of how much achievable. Think of how much more you get done in a day if you didn't poop. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would get a lot. Well, yeah, I wouldn't get as much. I wouldn't get as far in my my uh, games on my phone. If I, I enjoy poop. pooping, though, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice sleeping. little sanctuary. Yeah, sleeping's love- also. It's like why are we? Why do we get to sleep for? Who thought that one out? Thanks. <laughs> I mean, thought that one up. That's the real one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you just go crazy if you don't sleep. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> like, what? How do we function like this? The brain's going to wash if, itself. Greg, what if you're pooping because you're sleeping? When you're <gasps> sleeping, you're making Yeah, so maybe you should. I want to see. And if, if you, you can can... eliminate sleep, you eliminate poop. Um, how long do you think you could go without sleeping and or pooping? I don't know. Six hours. I pooping <laughs> could definitely go a long time. 45 minutes. I, I've always wanted to do that, to push the limits of sleeping and see how weird it gets. You should talk to Mr. Mello. He's no one's stopping that. you, Greg. Yeah. You did that That's with your beard. Thing. That's the thing. No one's stopping you. Yes. Except for yourself. Uh-huh. And your wife. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, you'd be miserable. I, no, Mike Mello has done that. And he uh, talks about after, I think he did f- like 30-something hours or 40-something hours. And he started like hallucinating and shit. It was not good. Often, I've done like just miss one night of sleep. Yeah, no, like but this road is like trips and shit. You know? Missing like two nights of All sleep. Right, I got like, yeah. Two nights of sleep is probably crazy. Yeah. Go to Iraq, join ISIS, get <laughs> captured, and you'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I, okay. I bet it's different when you got that adrenaline going, you know? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that natural adrenaline keep you up but longer. They'll, they'll inject you with adrenaline, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That'll be fun. And we get, I, you can buy adrenaline. You can buy synthetic adrenaline. Over also, it, it's called ISIL, <laughs> Steve. Okay. Uh, I just know things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This, this is, yeah, this is turn. Turn. We'll just ship it to Peyton Manning's wife's house. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you bring it back to football. Way to bring that back to football. <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, that was well done. I was going to say, speaking of people who didn't give a fuck, um, we'll end on the quote from Bill Belichick. When asked about what he thought about matching the 18-win record, anybody have a guess? Do you think he thought this was important? 
No, you don't. Mm, I, have, I don't know. He's kind of like a historian of the game, so it could go either way. Quote, we don't care about that. I care about this season and that this is a divisional game. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. See, that's where that's where Bullshit Belichick's full of shit, dude. Yes, he does uh, care about it. Because like, he claims to be like media. a media. Yeah, he claims to be like a historian of the game and respect he, the history yeah. and shit like that. Well, I think he knows. And then about when you it. break a record, like, shouldn't you acknowledge that? He's not breaking. He's just tying. He's never going to do it. He's never going to do it in the moment. He's never no, going to do yeah. it to the media. He might right. do that in like exactly. team meetings or something, but <laughs> which means he's just feeding you bullshit. That's fine. It's all an act. Yeah, and like this podcast isn't doing the same exact thing. <laughs> feeding people bullshit. Dude, yes, these are my most authentic takes steve <laughs> yeah which are bullshit i'm not saying <laughs> yeah, they're they're wrong, but that's how you know they're authentic is because they're clearly not thought out they're just like off what off my emotions point. are telling me at this yeah. current moment <laughs> uh all right so what do you have to look forward to next week well do we have any quotes from bledsoe after the game uh yeah he ran the wrong way that was during the game but yeah well you know close enough here we go i got one yeah <laughs> you okay yeah bledsoe it said Bledsoe seemed at a loss. I was sitting at my locker for ten minutes trying to figure it figure it out, and in the shower trying to figure it out. What could, what can I do to make a change? Hmm. We're making mistakes at the wrong time, and especially against the defending world champs, you can't make mistakes like that. I do a lot of my thinking in the shower too. Mm. I get that. Yeah. Mm. I come up with a lot of these stupid ideas for this podcast in the shower. So I'm thinking about you boys while I'm naked and wet. Just so you know. No, you're welcome. Play that naughty boy thing, Not Andy. <laughs> Sometimes a naughty boy, very naughty. Yes. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. And then is this sad trombone? Yeah. All those feel appropriate for that. I need a door closing one, so I quit this podcast again <laughs> every episode. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Uh, so next week, Patriots will be playing. Uh, so they have the chance to break the record of the 1972 Dolphins against the 2004 Dolphins. I don't know if the game is home or away because I don't have that in front of me. But it doesn't really matter because who the fuck cares? It's the Miami fucking Dolphins. I guess like we them. win. Yeah, It is at home against the Dolphins. The 0-4 Miami Dolphins. This is not a good year for the uh, AFC East, it doesn't seem like, except for these New England Patriots. Um, I'm curious to know actually how the 2004 AFC East did. Not bad. The Bills we'll actually... this on the Dolphins game, Andy. Let's, let's no, save this the, for next the Bills. Uh, the Bills, and I'll just tell you this, the Bills this season finished 9-7. 9-7? 9-7. Yeah. So they just went 0-3. Yeah. So uh, way to turn it around. They went nine and four from here on out. Yeah. And Bledsoe started every game. They better than last good. year. They could mm-hmm. have been uh ten and six if they hadn't gone off sides on a field goal attempt right. and then yeah. stumbled in the hole on third and two, called a right. timeout and then not blocked Mike Grable. <laughs> <Wait. laughs> I'm just looking at their Wikipedia from 04. Uh, Buffalo needed a win in the final game of the season against the Steelers to qualify for the players playoffs. However, despite the Steelers playing their third stringers, yeah. uh, Buffalo lost and subsequently missed the playoffs. Oh, Darn it. Darn it, <laughs> Buffalo. You, oh. oh, let's go, Buffalo. It. 
So close, as always. So close. Oh, <laughs> According to Football Outsiders, who has tracked every play in the yes. NFL since the early 1990s, the 2004 Bills are statistically the best NFL team in their record-keeping history to have failed to qualify for the playoffs. Isn't wow. that ridiculous? That's a fucking Bills stat right there, baby. <laughs> that is the ultimate Bills being Bills. It really is. God. Not bad. Well, I can't wait to see him again this year. Yeah. It's great. I think, we'll, yeah. That's <laughs> very true because they'll, they'll get better. We'll see what happens uh, in Gillette. <laughs> they were one in five. Yeah. And then they were but one nine in seven. five. Golly, and then they would, they would win every game except for the one against the Patriots until Spoiler. week 17. And then oh, <laughs> it's to the Steelers. So... Third the Steelers who were 50, yeah, yeah, 14 and 1 at that point. <clears throat> they were on a six-game win streak going to that game in week 17. What, where was it? In Pittsburgh or? Uh, no, in Buffalo. Oh, oh, that's even worse. Losing that game at home? Yeah. Oh. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be great. I'm going to go down that rabbit hole. This is going to be a great season. I can feel (laughs) this is one. I think this is the best season that I don't remember. Yeah. I feel like I remember all the other seasons, but this one, like, because they just kept winning so much. It just kind of got like, oh, yeah, this is just what happens now. You're fatigued. This is our life. Yeah. Which uh, is probably like the, it's probably similar to um, like a Cleveland Browns team going four and 12, you know? Like, oh, yeah, this is just our life now. This is, we, we always lose. And so they all kind of blend together. And this one's blended over the years into the other seasons. But all right. Um, boys, have anything else for this? Nope. No? All right. Do Check not. out the new website. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. We'll see you uh, We'll see you next week as the Patriots try to break the uh, the record for most wins in a row. Arguably the the hardest record in the NFL to break. Uh, so until then, we will see you later. See you later. See you later. See you later. Wow. 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 Wow.